This episode of the Mac Daddy Seminar is brought to you by Boots Down South. Look, everyone knows I'm from the South, and so are a majority of my listeners. And guess what? It's hot. You don't gotta wear a G-string to stay comfortable and look like a pimp this summer. Look no further than Boots Down South. Boots Down South is a locally owned company looking to make sure that guys and girls alike have a summer that they can enjoy comfortably while looking fly at the same time. Head over to bootsdownsouth.com right now. Go make yourself a drink and I'll be down in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Whatever, we don't give a fuck. The deal is done, and the cake been baked. They need to come on with a drum or whatever they're gonna do. What's cracking, pimps? What is going on? Long time, no see, and I already know what you're thinking. Uh, the audio sounds immensely better than it normally does, and that is because this week's episode does not have video. Okay, we're recording this all from the iPhone XR. I know that sounds about as bougie as it gets, but unfortunately right now that is how this po- this podcast is recorded. Okay, so if you don't like it, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Donate me a microphone and that won't happen you know hey the setup is just as good as the amount of a following that I have you know I mean essentially I look at it like why would I spend a hundred thousand dollars on a car that I'm only driving to the gas station and back down an old country road in the middle of nowhere you know what I'm saying does that make any sense is pointless you know take that four-wheeler out it gets the job done go get you some milk you know but yeah so essentially um there's no video podcast this week uh and that is due to the move is full speed ahead i've said it on countless episodes before um you know me and my family are about to move cross country to California. So all of our furniture in the house is about to be moved out. Our house looks like a bomb went off. And I thought long and hard about it, but I just decided, you know what? There's no reason to just move everything nice and make it look okay to film a podcast, even though I know it's just me sitting in a chair in a corner, but it is what it is, okay? So, you know, be on the lookout for the more videos as time goes along. I'm trying to figure out, am I going to do it in, you know, a hotel room while we're along the way? Because this is going to be about a two-week process. Um, You know, we're leaving next week, and then I'm coming back to Alabama for, like, the weekend through Labor Day, and that's it. Now, I have a lot of friends who are also listeners to the Mac Daddy Seminar who have reached out to me and they're like, hey, are we going to get to see y'all before y'all move? And I hate to be so blunt, 
but chances are it ain't real likely, you know? I mean, first and foremost comes family, you know? Those are people that, you know, it's kind of morbid to talk about, and it's not stuff that you really want to bring up, but, you know, grandparents, you know, elderly family members, I mean, it's just one of the facts of life when you move around so much, you know, and you live far away, you may not get to see them again. So, you know, those people are obviously paramount. And uh, to be 100% honest, I mean, the last couple of times I've come home, I just, I don't get a lot of interest from people wanting to hang out or do anything. You know, I try and set things up and, you know, I understand you know, I'm not mad. This isn't me going on a rant about how, oh, none of my friends, you know, ever hang out with me. I get it. Everybody has lives. Everybody, you know, got married and had kids or, you know, they're working their first job after college or they're just working, you know, and a lot of my friends joined the military and moved away. So I get it. Trust me. But, you know, at the same time, if you're trying to set something up and I'm like, yeah, I'm down and, you know, we, okay, I'm going to go do it. And then we show up and nobody comes, you know, it kind of brings your hopes down for getting to see everybody. So, you know, enough about that. Look, I'm not mad at those people. I'm just saying that's your reason if I don't seem eager to see you, if I haven't seen you in three, four years as it is, you know, to see you the last weekend I'm going to be in Alabama for probably a year at a minimum. We're not planning on, you know, coming back for Christmas, coming back for Thanksgiving, you know, because we're moving out there already so late in the year. We're not going to turn right back around and come back for Thanksgiving just a few months later and be there for Christmas, you know, like is I've kind of already broken it down to my family members and stuff like that. Like we're just not going to be able to travel like that being on the other side of the country. So, you know, but we're all really excited. My daughter, you know, has been talking about it nonstop. You know, she's only three And today I actually had a day off. Um, So I said, you know what, hey, instead of us cleaning up around the house and getting stuff for the move, let's just have a family fun day. Let's all, you know, get together and just go do something fun. So, you know, so originally we were going to go down to New Orleans for the day, but the weather report said that it was going to rain cats and dogs. Now, me and my wife both don't like driving when it's bad weather. And, you know, with it being New Orleans, 90% of the stuff you got to see, you got to walk around to. So we didn't want to be in just a big, you know, rainy mess. So it was like last minute last night, I decided, hey, let's not go to New Orleans today. I know we've kind of talked about it for the past couple of weeks, but I just, I don't want to risk us, you know, possibly. you know, getting in a wreck or something due to the rain and messing our car up before we have to drive it 2,000 miles to San Diego. You know what I'm saying? So I decided not to do that. And we wake up this morning and it is 
sunny as I've ever seen outside. And I look at the weather report and it says, you know, strong thunderstorms, 90%, you know, precipitation. And I look outside and there's birds chirping and, you know, the sun has got a smile on its face, man. And I'm just like, okay, I need to be a weatherman in the state of Mississippi because it's the easiest job a person can have. You just literally are just like, oh, it's probably going to rain Tuesday. Well, but it didn't rain. Oh, well, that's the South. You know, you can't really predict the weather. Yeah, you can. We have technology for that. Just because it says it's going to be cloudy doesn't mean it's going to rain. Now, did it rain today? A little bit. But was it something that we couldn't have handled? No. It barely rained at all. So I was a little bit mad about that. But we still ended up having a good day. Okay? We went to a place right down the road that we've lived here for five years. And I thought we have done everything that there is to do. You know, when you have kids... You are constantly looking for new, fun family activities. And I remember looking at this place when my wife was pregnant. And I was like, oh, let's go here. And we decided not to because we didn't think it was going to be that much fun. It's the uh, Marine Wildlife Institute here in Gulfport, Mississippi. And we originally told my daughter we were going to take her to the uh, aquarium. But, you know, and she was all excited about that. So when I saw, I looked up, you know, things to do in Gulfport this morning, I got up early and I started looking at it. I was like, oh, we can go here. So we went over there and it was a little place, but it was so much fun. She had a blast, man. Like there were, I mean, they had dolphins and she was so excited. Like they had this, these stairs that you could walk down and you know, there were these big windows that you could see inside the dolphin tank, and they were in there swimming around, and my daughter just loved it, man. And, uh, you know, you got to go see the dolphin show and all of that, and uh, that was awesome. I mean, the dolphins, it was like SeaWorld, basically. I posted some stuff about it on my Instagram and on my Facebook, just a couple of pictures, but I got a couple of videos. I'm thinking about throwing them together and uh, making a little video for YouTube. But um, yeah, man, we uh, she really liked it, and those dolphins were insane. Like I've seen like shows at SeaWorld and stuff like that, but. It really wasn't that long. It was maybe 15 minutes, and the dolphins didn't do anything crazy except jump like 17 feet in the air from the water. And my daughter was going crazy, man. Like, my daughter was acting like me if Dave Chappelle walked out and started doing a, you know, routine with those dolphins screaming and hollering, jumping all around in the seat. She loved it. And then right after the dolphin show, um, they had a sea lion show, which was also pretty good, but it was very, very short. And the sea lion really didn't do as much as you thought it would. It just kind of goofed off, like it got up there dancing and stuff like that. 
And, and, you know, it was cute. My daughter still liked it. And what was really funny was my daughter kept going, oh, daddy, I sugar him. And I'm like, sugar who? And she says, daddy, I sugar that sea lion. She wanted to give that sea lion a kiss because she saw the trainer give the sea lion a kiss. So she wanted to do it. Well, of course, the place has a little like side project program where you can pay a little bit of extra money and you can do these uh, extra things. Like you can do a meet and greet with the dolphins or, you know, you can get your picture taken with the sea lion and he'll kiss you on the cheek and stuff like that and you know you can even pay to like swim with the dolphins it's like a hundred and twenty dollars and i'm like look i'll throw you in the ocean before i pay a hundred and twenty dollars for you to swim with a dolphin you know what i'm saying like unless i get to ride on his back and, like hold on to his fin and him take me down to the bottom and then jump way up in the air and i dunk a basketball that's right there next to the pool and I get a perfect freaking 4K picture, super high definition, and I look ripped in the picture of me dunking that basketball and that dolphin looking like he's smiling. And I can have that printed and put in my home, like on canvas, put that over my fireplace or something. I'm not paying $120 unless that's the experience. You know what I'm saying? 120 bucks for that, I got you. But, so I started uh, looking into it, and I went over there, and I was like, so I have a three-year-old who wants to uh, get kissed by the sea line. It was like the cheapest option, and I figured it'd be real easy, and that's what she wanted to do. And she was like, okay, how old is she? And I was like, she's three. And she says, oh, I'm sorry. She has to be eight years old. And I'm just like, why? And she says, well, with children that young, they tend to not understand the scope of what's going on. And they could very easily hurt or be hurt by our wildlife. So... We don't chance it with kids that young. She would have to be at least eight years old to uh, do the kiss a sea line. And I was like, okay, cool. So we didn't do it. And I had to lie to my three-year-old daughter and say, oh, the sea lion is asleep. And that's why we can't do it. But, you know, she was fine. We took her and let her touch the stingrays and stuff like that. I was real careful because I wasn't trying to get Steve Irwin you know, at the Marine uh, Wildlife Institute. But, I mean, she's just so rough, man. She doesn't understand. Like, she was smacking them stingrays in the water. It's like she knew what they did to Steve Irwin. Like, you walk, I, I had to kind of hold her because she's got little arms, and she would just smack the water as they came by. And I'm like, look, you got to be easy. You can't do all that. So... It was a really cool place, man. Like, we really enjoyed it. She had a great time. And, you know, when we were done, it was so hot, though. Like, everything was inside for the most part, or at least covered. And they had these industrial f fans. And as long as those fans were going, it was fine. But for some reason, on some of them, they would cut the fans off. And it's, you know, 
deep Mississippi humidity. And I decided to wear pants because I thought it was going to rain all day. And I'm sitting there. I got sweat coming off my forehead like an alcoholic. You know. But it was a good time. We had a real good time. And my daughter enjoyed it. She didn't want to leave. But, um, you know, it was awesome. We enjoyed it. Uh, We went to, like, Target and stuff like that afterwards. And uh, we went to Red Lobster to eat. And she thought that the little, the lobster thing, like the, like the lobby area of Red Lobster, she thought that we were still at the Marine Wildlife Institute and, you know, those lobsters were still part of the show. And she kept talking about how cute they were. And she was like, oh no, he's sad. And I just ate a big old bowl of lobster bisque. And they got like this lobster pizza in there that y'all definitely need to go try that. Shout out to Red Lobster for still keeping, you know, the big chain restaurant seafood business afloat. Even though our waitress never brought us them cheese biscuits, man. That was the part I was looking forward to the most, and she never brought us any. So, it was so disappointing. But, speaking of uh, Dave Chappelle, he just announced that he is doing another Netflix special, dropping it like a warrant in the night. It was like he puts one trailer on YouTube that's got a voiceover from Morgan Freeman. And literally, it's like, yep, comes out next week. Whole new hour special. This is five for him in the past two years. This is his fifth special for Netflix. He only did two major specials. Before, you know, going away for a while. And, of course, he had his show and all. But fifth special. That's crazy, man. I'm so excited. I told my wife already, like, you know when that special comes out on the 26th, I'm going to watch it. How are you going to watch it? We're not even going to be in the house. Because we, we have to move into a hotel right at the end uh, as we're like moving out and everything because the movers are coming and we don't want to be like in their way and uh, it was like I'm gonna have to hook it up to the Wi-Fi at the hotel and you know I have Netflix on my PlayStation I'll watch it there you know so that's what I'm gonna be doing next Monday night there's a huge week coming up man as far as like stuff to watch I got the Dave Chappelle comedy special coming out on Monday. And then I got college football starting back the very next weekend. No, it actually starts this weekend. It starts the 24th. It's Florida and Miami. And I'm going to watch it. I used to only like exclusively watch SEC games and really not care about anybody that wasn't in the tri-state area. But recently, probably in the past two years, I've gotten to where I'll watch anybody play. I don't care. I've already started looking into going to 
watch uh, UCLA and Oklahoma play at the Rose Bowl because that'll be like a week after I get to California. I got a buddy that's already out there, and I'm like, hey, we can go watch this game for $65. Watch my boy Jalen Hurts run the score up on UCLA. I'm thinking that Jalen Hurts is going to win the Heisman this year. Because hear me out, okay? All of my fellow college football fans, and I know it's a lot of y'all in the South, and especially from Alabama, I know how many of y'all love Jalen Hurts. But let's face it, he kind of got hung out to dry over the past year. He was the starting quarterback, and they had a, they were a little bit shaky, but he took them to a national championship. He might have taken them to two. If I'm wrong, somebody, you know, reach out to me and explain it to me. I'll look it up after this. But Jalen Hurts was the man. Now, he wasn't perfect, but he was the business. And he played so good for so long and fought his heart out. And then when Alabama and Georgia faced off for the national championship, he just wasn't getting the job done, and then they put in Tua Talagova in the second half, and he won the game for them in overtime. Now, they come back the following season, national champions, and Tua Talagova is the starting quarterback over Jalen Hurts. And then, ironically enough, Alabama and Georgia meet each other again in the SEC championship game, and Jalen Hurts has to come in and get the job done and win the game over to Italagova and shows that he is a world-class sportsman. I talked about this when the podcast was just on YouTube as an audio file over a year, not over a year ago, but... You know what I'm trying to say. But, I mean, come on, man. And he just, he knew he wasn't going to start. They lost the national championship. He says, you know what, screw it. Last two Heisman winners went to Oklahoma. I know that this guy can develop me into a quarterback for the NFL, and he goes to Oklahoma and is named the starting quarterback. So, tell me if I'm wrong. If this shit is not like a monster movie about to happen. Are you ready for this? Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. You have Tua Talagova as the starting quarterback for Alabama. You also have Trevor Lawrence who is the starting quarterback for Clemson. And then we'll just throw a wild card in there somewhere. I'm not going to say who, because I don't know. Georgia, you know, I mean, it may be Georgia. Jake Fromm, is he was good. He ain't been bad, but I went to the Sugar Bowl last year, and he just wasn't about it. I'll tell you one person that is raw as hell is that quarterback at Texas. I think his name is like Sam Sam Ellinger. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but 
let's just throw him in the mix. So you they're saying that this is going to be the year of the quarterback, right? Now, picture this. Alabama and Oklahoma play each other for the national championship. Tua Talagova, Jalen Hurts playing for the national championship, and Jalen Hurts wins the Heisman at Oklahoma. Oklahoma pulls a three-peat with Heisman winners. And then Oklahoma wins it. Jalen Hurts gets drafted first-round NFL. Tell me that isn't a movie right there. Because it is. (laughs) I'm so hyped up for college football. I don't know if y'all can tell. But good God, I've been doing everything to get my fix. I've been watching Last Chance U on Netflix. I've been playing NCAA football on PlayStation 2. And it's 2010. And I got got picked by Southern Miss, which is literally like an hour from where I live. I'm their starting quarterback. And I'm throwing 4,700 yards on the season, 54 touchdowns, and I've been the runner-up for the Heisman twice, still haven't won it, and I'm in my junior year. It's ridiculous, man. We're only ranked number 16, and we're undefeated. We're the only team that's undefeated, and we're ranked number 16 because we don't play anybody. We've been beating the shit out of everybody we play. We're beating teams by... 70 points unless it's like somebody good like i just played alabama just a little bit ago on there they're ranked number 16 with one loss and it was hard but we beat them i just bought madden 19 it ain't wanting to work correctly i'm going to take it back to gamestop and i know i know what you're thinking oh why madden 19 you could have gotten madden 20 uh it's 60 bucks in two months it'll be 30 i'll buy it then Just saying, man. It's what happens every single year. People, I don't know why, and I don't. And I played Mad Nineteen for maybe twenty minutes, and I didn't like it. I was like, ah, because the last one I had was seventeen. So now I have nineteen. It's not wanting to work correctly. I'm about to take it back and be like, this is crap. I'm about to call corporate and see if they'll slide me Madden Twenty under the table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? I only paid like $10 for it. The game is barely a year old, and I bought it for $10 because the newer version is out, and it's 60 And then they'll do some sale in like a month, and it will be 30 bucks, And I'll probably get it then. Or I'll just wait till the next Madden. When are they going to come out with an NCAA again? That's my question. Because I liked NCAA so much that I still play it on the PlayStation 2 here at my house. You know the last version of NCAA football is 2011, I want to say. It's got Tim Tebow on the cover that came out for the PlayStation 2. I know the last one that came out was 2014, and it came out on, like, PlayStation 3 
and uh, all of that. But it was uh, it was the last version that came out on the PlayStation Three, Play, uh, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. But the last one you can get on PlayStation Two has Tim Tebow on the cover, and it's like thirty bucks still when you buy it at one of those resale stores. And I'll still play it, is the thing. The graphics are terrible. It looks like somebody drew them with a crayon, but I love it. Just because it's NCAA. I don't know what the problem is, you know. Put whoever wins the Heisman on there. Put the team that wins the national championship on the cover. I don't, like, this big ordeal with, oh, you got to pay players because if their likeness is in the game, we got to pay them. Okay, Put whoever goes number one in the draft on the cover. Put NCAA football and the year under it. I don't care. You don't got to put nobody on the cover. That's all I want to do. Add some... I was talking to a couple of people the other day about this. All they would have to do is make a DLC where you can play a full season of college football with all the teams, all the fields, everything on Madden and maybe add like a road to glory mode where you get to play as one player and, you know, take your team to a national championship, try and win the Heisman, all of that. Okay. They could put that on Madden 21 with for a hundred dollars. You buy the regular game at 60 and you put that DLC on there, but it's a hundred bucks, or it's like the ultimate edition, and that's a version that comes with it. I guarantee you that'll be the highest selling game of the year. I would go out and spend a hundred bucks just to be able to play an updated version of college football on the PlayStation 4. That's how much I like it. It's ridiculous, man. Literally everybody I know feels the same way. I don't understand what the hang-up is. I really don't. But yeah, with that being said, I'd say that that's just about it for this episode. So real quick, one thing I do want to say. So... Last night, I posted pictures of the first ever official Mac Daddy Seminar t-shirts. Now, I've had this for a little while, and I've been trying to think of the right way that I want to put it out there. They're not available for purchase online yet. But, if you like this podcast and you want one of these shirts, I'm going to be giving them away for free. So all you have to do is screenshot, repost, however you want to do it, that picture that I posted, and then just repost it, tag Mac Daddy Seminar in it, and comment on the original post what your shirt size is 
and I'm just going to pick one at random, and that person is going to be the owner of the first official Mac Daddy Seminar t-shirt. Once, you know, I'm good and set up in California, that's when they'll be available for purchase, but I'm going to start giving one away every week, and I'm going to announce the winner on the following podcast. So, there's not a winner for this one, but next week's podcast is when you'll have your winner. So, it's going to be here in the next couple of days. I'm going to record another episode, and I'm going to say who the winner is. And I'm also going to post it on Instagram and all of that. So, you want one of these t-shirts? Do what I said. All the instructions are in the post, and, you know... I'm going to start officially naming off, you know, official Mac Daddies here. Because, you know, we're trying to build a following. We can't be out here in these streets looking bare. Because right now it's just me. I got the team on my back. And some of y'all, y'all rep it, but you ain't wearing wearing the t-shirts yet. I'm not trying to make y'all pay for anything. Get it while it's hot, man. It's free. It's all you have to do. I'll send one to your house. As always, I appreciate everybody that's listening, everybody that keeps supporting, that's reaching out, asking questions. I don't have any new questions this week. Um, And, you know, just bear with me while we're in the middle of this move because it's, you know, moving anywhere is stressful. So unless you've lived with your parents from the moment that you were born until right now and you're in your mid-20s, You know what I'm talking about. But as always, I appreciate everybody listening. And I will see you guys next week. This episode of the Mac Daddy Seminar is brought to you by Boots Down South. Look, everyone knows I'm from the South. And so are a majority of my listeners. And guess what? It's hot. You don't got to wear a G-string to stay comfortable and look like a pimp this summer. Look no further than Boots Down South. Boots Down South is a locally owned company looking to make sure that guys and girls alike have a summer that they can enjoy comfortably while looking fly at the same time. Head over to bootsdownsouth.com right now.